So you guys remember that time that I promised you an episode that was timely about the Boston Marathon and all the cool merchandise and all my goofy commentary about it? That was a lie. What? Well, it wasn't a lie, but it's been almost two months since Boston. I kind of figured that the world has moved on from it. I know I have. Welcome to episode three of the Runsistance Podcast. I'm still Brett, and boy howdy, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Oh yeah. First off, happy Global Running Day. Well, I mean, it's Global Running Day when I'm recording this. Hopefully, you guys were able to partake in today's festivities. I know a lot of local running stores and groups had meetups and everything. I wasn't able to partake in any of it. Most of the group runs were either at midnight or at 6.30 in the morning, or in some cases both. I love running, but I'm not getting up that early. And I'm certainly not going to be running at midnight. People in my area can barely drive when it's light outside, so why in the world would they be able to drive any better when it's midnight? I think Global Running Day was actually invented by those people who come up with those goofy holidays on Facebooks like Global Grapefruit Appreciation Day or Chocolate Chip Pancake Day or Aglet Awareness Day. Just in case you're wondering, the aglet is that hard plastic part at the end of the shoelace that helps to push it through the shoe eyelet. You can thank Phineas and Ferb and their friend Baljeet for my knowledge on that one. On this episode, I'm going to review the Spybelt H2O Companion and give you an update on some of my training and my newest running goal. So stay tuned. Okay, let's ride. The Spybelt H2O Companion is a must-have since the weather here in Georgia is getting hotter than Satan's armpits. So what is it? It's this little 8-ounce bottle that has a little plastic hook thing on it They can hook onto any fitness or running belt, or you can even just clip it straight onto your shorts. I got some pros here for it. Um, The bottle itself is extremely light. It's also pretty cheap. Anytime you can get any kind of a running accessory, especially bottles, bottles can be very expensive. Uh, For about 10 bucks or under, it's pretty much a win-win. It's pretty easy to use. You just slip it straight off your belt. And it's got one of those little, almost like a toddler sippy mouth thing. You just sit and the water comes right out. It's also easy to hold. Sometimes running bottles have those big bulky straps on them and everything else. Uh, This is just a bottle. I mean, there's no strap other than the little plastic hook thing, but it doesn't really interfere with anything. Another great feature of the Spybelt H2O Companion is that if you already own a running or a fitness belt and you don't have to buy a separate hydration belt, those can get pretty pricey too. It just fits on any belt. Now over on the con side, I really only have one. The only con that I really have about the product is that the 8 ounces is just not enough. Especially with as hot as it gets here in Georgia, you almost need two of them. And if you buy two of them at $9.99 a piece, you're basically spending $20, which is almost the same price as buying one of those hydration belts that comes with four bottles on it. So you're almost better off to buy a hydration belt. If you're running over like an hour, you're definitely going to want to make the investment into a hydration belt instead of buying three or four of the smaller bottles. 
But for your shorter training days or even a 5K, maybe even a 10K, depending on how long it takes you to do them, just go ahead and make the investment into one of the Spybelt H2O companions. Oh, okay. So I guess now I'm going to talk about my upcoming goals for the rest of this year. My hometown of Cumming, Georgia has announced that they're going to put on a marathon next fall. Uh, so that would be the fall of 2020. The coming marathon is going to be the name of it. And it's going to feature a full, a half, and a relay, which is interesting. You don't really see very many relays in these parts. No real official word on where and when next fall is all we have. But I have a feeling it's going to feature the coming fairgrounds, which is world famous. At least Georgia famous. I don't know about world famous, but they should just rename it the Charlie Daniels Concert Hall. Because I swear every year the Charlie Daniels band comes every time the fair is in town. You know, the devil only comes down to Georgia now to tell them to get somebody different. They've played the coming fairgrounds so much, people wish that the South won't do it again. All these Charlie Daniels puns are probably going to make you wish that you were still in Saigon, but I think it's time that I leave that long-haired country boy alone. But what this marathon needs is a few more rednecks, which is why I'm happy to say I'm going to attempt it. It's going to be my first full marathon, and we're also going to be done officially with the Charlie Daniels puns. I had a training program that I've started a couple weeks ago, but I've already fell off the wagon, but I'm about to get back on it again. Done a couple of halves before. Most recently, three years ago at the Star Wars Dark Side inaugural half marathon in Orlando. Uh, I gotta say, I'm kind of nervous. I've never ran further than 15 miles, and that was a that was a hot minute ago. That was a couple of years back, I think. And I'm not really sure how I'm going to approach it from the diabetes standpoint either. I'm gonna have to do some research on it and see what I need to do. Another interesting tidbit about the coming fairgrounds is that it is conveniently located downwind of one of, if not, the largest Tyson chicken processing plant in America. And if you catch it just right, you might vomit. It smells awful. Even the people who've lived here who've grown accustomed to it, it's just it's just rank, man. I, I can't even describe it. I hope that they shut it down for at least a week before the marathon so that we don't have a bunch of sick people trying to run. I can't imagine trying to run 26.2 miles through Tyson smell. Ugh. You got any training advice? Got anything you want me to talk about on an episode coming up soon? Well, I'm happy to announce that you can now email me at runsistancepodcast at gmail.com. That is runsistance spelled R-U-N-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E podcast. I hope you can spell podcast yourself at gmail.com. Still looking to get distribution status from several of the main providers of podcasts. Um, so bear with me here as I continue working to get the message of my show out to the world. Hopefully you like the show, and if you like the show, uh, send me feedback through the email as well. I'm also working on getting social media accounts set up for the show too. You know the usuals, Facebook, Instagram. Would I even, would I need Snapchat? I, I don't really do Snapchat. I don't know anything about it. What am I supposed to do? Put like a stupid baby filter on a pair of shoes? Would it 
would that even work? Like, I, I don't know. Make it a YouTube channel for the podcast. Be one of those people that's like, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button down below here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate YouTube videos like that. Any YouTube video that starts out with a begging for a like and a subscribe in the comments below, I usually will fast forward or find a, just a different video to watch. But seriously, shoot me an email at resistance podcast at gmail.com and i'll be sure to give you a shout out here on the show and make sure you tune in next time don't know what i have planned yet for it but it's gonna be good till next time i'm brett i'll see you next time so long suckers